Hello, and welcome to Abundant Life Church, the place where faith and life connect. You are joining us for the first of our Christmas celebrations for this 2020 season. We're glad you've chosen to join us today. You will be blessed with song, with spoken word, and with readings to remind you of the reason for the season. This is also called Advent, the time of the year where we long for the coming of Christ, where we anticipate his birth as well as anticipating his coming. He will come again one day. Today, we invite you to sing along with the carols of the songs, if you know them. And if not, to clap your hands or to raise your hands and enjoy us, enjoy the worship. We also invite you to listen to the readings and listen to the word as it comes to you. And we pray that it will speak joy, encouragement, and peace to your heart and mind in this season. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this day and this time where we have gathered and as we're celebrating Jesus, who is the reason for the season. We're celebrating his birth and we're celebrating his coming again. As we're reminded to pause on this day of worship, we're reflecting on all that he means to us and all that he means to our families, that he is the greatest gift one could ever receive, not those under the tree, not that which someone would email or send to us through the mail, but the gift of Christ. So, Father, we pray that our hearts and our minds would be open to receive through creative arts today, that we would receive and learn and grow in our love for you and for one another. We thank you, Father, and we praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. As we begin our worship today, see the worship as an invitation to come and adore Christ the Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good evening, everybody. Come, oh, come, oh, come, oh, come. Oh, come, all ye faithful. Joyful and triumphant, oh come ye, oh come ye to Bethlehem. Come yeah, yeah. and behold yeah, yeah. him, born the King of Angels. Oh come, let us adore him. Oh come, oh you. come, let us adore him. Oh, God. 
Alicia, are you ready? Let's go. Oh, come on. Yeah. Are there faithful people in the house tonight? Hey, we've come to adore the Lord. Oh, come on, you come on, you. One more time. Ladies, let's go. for joy. And yet counselors and psychologists know that more people are depressed at Christmas than any other time of the year. Perhaps Christmas makes us sad because we can't avoid facing the painful difference between what might be and what is. Between the joyful message of Christmas and the reality of our lives. Christmas insists that life is warm and filled with love, but our own lives may sometimes seem empty and cold. Everywhere we turn, we are bombarded with light and song, but the lights might look like garnish and the music sound tinny if our hearts are full of loneliness. If we leave Jesus, if we leave Christ out of Christmas, then this holiday mocks the earth's pain. But its brightly wrapped gifts and cheerful mu music are not the reasons, those alone are not the only reasons for Christmas, nor are Christmas trees or frosted cookies or holiday dinners. Jesus is the only reason for the season. He is the reason for Christmas. His love is the true source of Christmas joy. And he is present even if we are too depressed to hum a Christmas carol. Now the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. When his mother Mary was engaged to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, 
And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. And he called his name Jesus. is called Advent. And Advent is the Latin word that means coming or to come. It is the space when Christmas has not yet arrived, 
a time of preparation for the holy moment when the Christ child breaks into our lives. Preparation, a time to evaluate, a time to pray, a time to watch and listen. During Advent, we make our hearts ready for Christ by examining how we are living our lives. Is there space for the Holy Child in your busy schedules? Will he be pleased with our thoughts, with our habits? How can we draw closer to him? What gifts can we bring him? Advent reminds us that our lives we live should be expecting, looking for Christ's arrival in our lives, listening for his quiet voice. This is a time for growth and renewal, a time to seek Jesus. This is a prayer for Christmas Day by Rachel Wojo. Dear Father, it's Christmas and we humbly kneel close to the stable, listening to the low rustling of hooves in hay. Our breath is snatched up by the sight of the Christ child, lying in a manger, basking in the light of that glorious star. We stand in awe and wonder. No room? How could it be? Yet while we try to understand the inn with no space for God's son, the rooms of our very souls are overcrowded. Even the closets of our minds are outsourced. Will you forgive us, Jesus, for making no room in the ends of our hearts? May we focus this day on the ultimate gift, your love, in the precious name of Jesus, amen. We give you our worship. Come on, every voice, don't wait for lyrics. You are the lyric that he's waiting for. Open your mouth. Come on, let's worship the Lord. your testimony today. Hallelujah. All the things you've done for me. No one can worship you for me. I need you to lift those hands and say this with us. Here's my worship. All of my worship.
we don't save anything for tomorrow. But all that we are, we give it to you. This is my favorite part of the song. Say. Testimony, come on, say as long as long as, long as, as I'm breathing. brothers and my sisters right here come on say as long as I'm breathing as long as I am I will I will always work one more time I need you to sing it like you know Jesus can hear your voice say I will not be silent and
much to sow. It may not be much to sow. But God, it's all I have is me. All I have is me. And I present my body as a living sacrifice. Holy and acceptable. Here I am, God. Here I am, God. In every heart lies a Bethlehem, a place where light shines with tender memories, a place where the song of angels still echoes, a place of wonder, of awe and peace. In this place, the humility of the shepherds the wisdom of the magi and the dreams of a mother and a father all meet. Most of all, Bethlehem moments are filled and overflowing with the presence of Jesus. Treasure your Bethlehems, those quiet moments when Jesus is born into your life, the light of the world. Let's go back to the beginning, when time itself was an infant, before any of this existed, just an endless space full of empty and God. And in a cosmic series of events, God fashioned the foundations of the earth, drew open the heavens like a curtain and flexed his vocal cords to form his very first recorded words. Let there be light. And somehow there was, and not just a flickering, but a flood of light into every corner of the universe. So let the record reflect that light came first before anything else, before anyone wept, before anything kept us in sin. Let the record reflect that light always wins. But for hundreds of years, the darkness crept back in like it was everybody's business. And it was. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman in the middle of an ordinary night when God unfolded the light of his word like delicately placed napkins at the dining room table, inviting each of us to take a seat and feast upon a feast that we could not afford if we sold our souls. So let the record show that hope is no cheap thrill. But the father saw fit to fit the bill in the form of a babbling baby wrapped in rags in a manger, yet possessing all the riches of a world that had waited and waited and waited for him to show up. See, we were captives overcome by this incurable cavern, unable to see beyond the shadows of our own sin. We needed him not just to light a torch, but to be himself the flame. The light of lights fell down from heaven with miraculous momentum. 186,292.397 miles per second to be exact burning through the black abyss, so accurate in his precision, breaking us into a dawn that had yet seemed so distant. This is more than religion. See, this is the culmination of our existence. Every what, when, how, and why answered in an instant, in an infant, a veritably vulnerable position for a king but not quite. See, here's the thing about light. The inextinguishable giver of life, powerful, preeminent, constant and omnipotent, unsurpassable, inscrutable, irreducible, irrefutable light, visibly invisible, impenetrably integral, and unfettered and unfathomable phenomenon that scientists have yet to put their finger on. No matter how you see it, y'all, light 
cannot be defined or defeated, confined or depleted because it is a he and his name is Jesus, God's iridescent gift to us sent to us for the redemption of our souls, mysterious, yet meant for us to behold, to believe, to become like him in his likeness. And when the light hits and illuminates the darkness, like the flipping of a light switch, so the world can see the truth instead of what it thought it knew about Jesus, God's incarnational clapback to the fact that sin had lingered for so long and darkness had become the norm. But no longer will we be scorned by it. Let the record admit that no matter what kind of pit you find yourself in, that darkness is as light to him. And that light always wins. Hello, welcome. I'm Yvette. And I'm Luke. Today we're going to be reading a poem, Joy by Lisa Lohenbohart. Give your hearts to Jesus. Pray daily to him too. For the key to joy is loving Jesus, others, and you. Be kind and good to people. And all you say and do. For the key to joy is loving Jesus, others, and you. Be proud of who you are, and, and to yourself be true. For the key to joy is loving Jesus, others, and you. And a Christmas prayer. Loving Father, help us remember the birth of Jesus that we may share in the song of the angels, the gladness of the shepherds, and the worship of the wise men. Close the door of hate and open the door of love over all the world. Let kindness come with every gift and good desires with every greeting. Deliver us from evil by the blessing which Christ brings. And teach us to be merry with clean hearts. May the Christmas morning make us happy to be your children. And the Christmas evening bring us to our beds with grateful thoughts, forgiving and forgiven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas.
those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augusta that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration from the governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the house of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David. He went to be registered with his wife Mary, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the manger because there was no place for them again. And in the same region, there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were all filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace among those who he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened which the Lord has made known unto us. And then they made haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning the child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these things pondering them in her heart. When the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had seen and heard as it had been told them. At the end of the eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Oh, holy night. Thank you.
If you look for me at Christmas, you won't need a special star. I'm no longer just in Bethlehem. I'm right there where you are. You may not be aware of me. I'd miss celebration. You'll have to look beyond stars and in the stores and all the decorations. If you take a moment from the list of things to do and listen to your heart, you'll find I'm waiting for you. You're the one I want to be with. You're the reason that I came. And you'll find me in the stillness and I am whispering your name. Love, Jesus. Jesus is coming. That is the message Christmas brings. Oh, what joy. Sometimes we misunderstand that message, though. We think that instead, Christmas means we have to be busy. We have to plan and host countless get-togethers with friends and family. We have to shop and bake and decorate until we are exhausted. All the while, the Christmas song keeps singing, offering closeness with God, His gentle love and care, His Son, the joy of the season. Messenger of good news, shout to Zion from the mountaintops, shout louder to Jerusalem, do not be afraid. Tell the towns of Judah, your God is coming. Yes, the sovereign Lord is coming in all of his glorious power. He will rule with awesome strength. See, he brings his reward with him as he comes. He will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will carry the lambs in his arms, holding them close to his heart. He will gently lead the mother's sheep with their young. Isaiah 40, verses 9 through 11. Joy to the world. The Lord is come.
Jesus is the reason for the season. He brought us hope. He brought us peace. He brought us joy. And he has brought us love. You see, Jesus didn't stay as a baby in a manger. In fact, when it came time for Jesus to be brought into the temple for purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon, and this man was a righteous and devout man, waiting for the consolation of Israel. And the Holy Spirit was upon him. And it had been revealed to him that he should not see death before he saw Christ coming. And he came in the spirit to the temple. And when the parents brought the child Jesus, according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, now let your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and a glory for your people in Israel. And his father and mother marveled about what was said about Jesus. And Simeon blessed them. And he said to Mary, his mother, behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel and for a sign that is opposed, meaning a sword will pierce through her own soul also, so that many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, of the tribe of Asher, and she was advanced in her years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin. And then, as a widow, until she was 84 years old. She didn't leave the temple day and night, worshiping, fasting, praying. And coming up at that same hour, she began to give thanks to God and to speak to him for, and to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when Mary and Joseph had performed everything according to the law of God, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. We now know that Jesus continued to grow in grace and in favor. And that same Jesus, as he grew, he became a man and he died on the cross for each and every one of us, that we would not have to live in our sins, but that we would have life and that we would have it more abundantly. May this Advent season bring you joy and peace. May this Advent season allow you to take time for the important things in life. That you take time for family, for friends, for the things that bring you joy. But most importantly, may you take time for Jesus, who is the reason for the season. Thank you. God bless you. May the face of the Lord shine upon you and grant you his shalom. God bless you.
can't see. 